for you Yeah, yo There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't No, I'm right alongside you, here but that I'm behind you But always got you, end of discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, I know, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, I've been down. Cause feeling's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all. This episode of Dad is Not a Noun is sponsored by The Real Dads Week 2021, honoring black fatherhood worldwide, sharing honor, sharing love celebrating real dads starting june 5th to june 12th organized by the real dads network amazing week aimed at acknowledging and recognizing fathers and father figures who are extraordinary role models and play such a vital role in the success of children the real dad network is the only organization organization in the country that celebrate fathers for a whole week they started with black father week in 2008 but moved to real dads week to be more inclusive, but their focus is still Black fathers. During these 10 years, they have given over 250 awards to fathers. They have been blessed to collaborate with many fatherhood organizations, community organizations, churches, politicians, and many individuals who fight every day to uplift fathers. To register for Real Dads Week 2021, the link in the description below. And welcome, welcome, welcome to That Is Not A Now. My name is Ishmael. I hope everyone's doing all right. I have a very special guest with me. I'm going to let this brother introduce himself. Um, the video that you just saw went viral ages ago. Alan gave him gave the family love. So I'm here, was it, what, nine years later almost? Or more than nine yeah, years? Yeah, ago. yeah, about nine years. About nine years. He's 11 now, so yeah, that's nine years ago. So I'm going to let this brother introduce himself. Brother, the stage is yours. <laughs> okay, my name is um, Femi. I'm also known as Pharaoh. Um, married 25 years. I'm a rapper, stroke producer, stroke animator. I do websites, apps, flyers. Um, I program as well. And um, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. And everything has come in between literally that spectrum. Everything has come in between that. But I just keep busy. I'm very active. And um, yeah, that's that's how you have to be in London. London's a jungle. So, you know, you have to be educated and I, I I did the work that needed to be done to get myself where I needed to be. I feel you, and I equate I equate your family similar. To, I don't know if you compare this um, family, but I can see the similarities. I see your family 
um, similar to the Simmons here in the States to you guys on the UK? Because you are yeah. a media mogul where you're into music, uh, movies, uh, animation, books, uh, all that. But before we touch on that a little bit, how you and your family been doing in COVID? How, what have you learned in this COVID world? Um, for us, there was not much change simply because we're self-reliant anyway. My kids have never been to school. They're homeschooled. I kind of handle my business myself. So obviously we're spending a lot more time together in the house and we couldn't go out for a while, but change for us was very minimal. So they were still in the same routine, get up every morning to go to school in the sitting room, you know? So, you know, but obviously around a few people passed away and you, you know, you're watching the news and you're seeing everything that's happening in the world. And it just teaches you that we need to be more self-reliant, I guess. We need to be more self-reliant. You know, so many people lost their jobs, so many people lost their homes, you know, the economy crashed. So, but we're, we're coming back slowly. That's good. And, and what I love about your family is that you guys are rooted in discipline. Like that video that went viral, with, mm. um, your, that's the middle child, Khalil. Yeah. Uh, like you could just see the discipline in his flow. Mm. You know, the pattern, like, you know, he's like, duh, 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 but he's on beat. And yeah. that's not by accident. That's got to be taught. So can, can, mm. <laughs> can you talk about that? Because I think that's important, that, that, that importance of discipline. So, I mean, with Khalil, so Khalil is not the first child to go viral. Mm. Our first child went viral before we knew what YouTube was and everything. So my wife got scared, like, why has he got a quarter of a million views? <laughs> you know, so this was um, this was 16 years ago. So, um, but what that was, was it was my relationship with my children. You know, the minute they were born, I had them on my back, you know, African style on the back. I, I wrapped him photo, up with me. I, rem I remember that photo and I'm yeah. like, who is this brother? Because that's yeah. the one thing I hate about social media is like, people will take photos, but don't put in the tag where they originally get the photo from. Yeah. So there was a bonding. Now, I didn't really understand why that was done. But when I did it, I realized that there's a bonding process that happens. And we were so close. Like what I realized, me and my son were so close. And when I was rapping, they just wanted to like, daddy does it. I want to do it because I we had that bond. And I think that's what people are seeing. So it's not so much a discipline. I think it's it's just the bond. It's a tight relationship between a father and son. And um, yeah, I realized that they imitated everything that I was doing. So he heard me on flow. It's like, I will be freestyling because I rap all the time. So when he's hearing daddy freestyling and he's hearing the patterns that I'm doing on the beat. So he started doing it. So when that video came out at the time, I could understand what he was saying. Wow. Because he's copying in my flow. But as time has gone, I've totally forgotten it. But at the time, I understood his language. I could pick out certain parts of what he was saying. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope because it goes back to the early thing I was saying is, you know, you you have that connection. And through that con connection, you build that commitment. Yeah. And 
with your three kids is that they whatever they do they they are committed to the process yeah like your oldest like he's an extraordinary uh producer yeah i mean like, talk about it <laughs> when his beats come out because i mean he's probably a better producer than i ever was but that that is the goal you know that was the goal but um so he i got them into computers so i got them all a computer from the age of two i just sat them in front of a laptop so and then part of homeschooling was learning to code html learning to read obviously there's a lot of videos under me um reading books history books not just kiddies books um learning to animate learning to program I believe that this is the future. I even teach them cryptocurrency, even though that's crashed right now and it's terrible. So they learned that because their money's in there. So they've lost out financially as well at the moment as it stands. But I believe they need to know these things. And and the funny thing about children is you can't tell my children they can't do anything because they don't process, it can't be done. You know, so they're thinking, wait a minute, that is animating. Oh, can you put that animation software on my laptop? Because I want to animate. And they're sitting there, as complex as it is, they're asking the questions, they're doing it because I'm doing it. And um, until you teach them, you can't do that. That's not in their vocal. That's not in their thinking. You know, like they've been performing in front of thousands of people. They don't have that. It's, it's not programmed in them that that's a, a couple thousand people. You're not supposed to do that. And they haven't learned any of those things that you're taught in school or or through certain things. They haven't programmed that yet. And they've got to the stage where I think it's too late to kind of reverse it. But yeah. that's, the, that's, the, that's the great thing about it is that you taught them at an early age. That mm. what, whatever you want to do, you can do it. But also what I, I appreciate what you and your wife has have done is that one of my favorite sayings not my sayings but i've heard someone say it before was don't raise the kid that you want raise the kid that you have yeah so i love what you guys do is that you don't force things on them you let them be kids if they're yes. curious and you give them the best resources so they have the best advantage yeah they decided to do so kind of talk talk about that a little bit more which i know you already did but can you kind of touch on it a little bit more so, so repeat the question no i was saying um the, that saying that you know don't um raise a kid you want raise the kid that you have okay. you know what i'm saying and i, I appreciate that's what you guys do with yeah you yeah I mean, I, I definitely, you have to raise the kid you have because they're all different. And you just have to, raising, raising the child is just being aware, you know, because I remember one stage they used to say, oh, where's your good child? Wait a minute, I've got three. I've got three. So if you're saying one is a good child, are you? what you're really saying is the other two are bad or the other two are not as good as the middle child. So when I started to, when I see little things like that, number one, I sat them down, I spoke to them. And number two, I made a deliberate decision to, people don't even know who's who anymore. You know, they just, oh, this, those kids, who's who? Uh, <laughs> Khalil, the middle one, da, 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 because they kept saying, you're good child, when they're, they're all good children. So I just blended it together, you know, so you have to be smart and know each individual child, they're all different. 
but definitely you need to raise the child you do have and you need to be aware of their characteristics their personality you know they might want to do something today they might not want to do it tomorrow you know the attention obviously going viral was good performing was good but their kids so it's a case of where okay this is good they're getting bigger but as a father you know this is not the the right route now because they're getting too big and they're too young they're too young for it you know so so one of the things i did was i put a pause on the um the performance and the videos and everything because they're young kids (laughs) and i'm not making that mistake (laughs) <laughs> I, I definitely understand that because you want them to be kids. You want them to enjoy their youth. Yeah. What happens sometimes is that when you get kids that become famous, they have to grow up real fast, and it's not fair. It's not fair to them. I think it also messes up your your thinking process. You know, the attention. You think you're better than someone else. You know, or you have this thing where you haven't really lived in reality. You've been you know, where people are just hyping you, making your head bigger, you know, and 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 you just you're just not balanced. You need to be balanced, you need to be humble, you need to serve. And being a child, having money, having been able to get what you want, and adults, you know, sucking up to you can sometimes influence their behavior. Mm. So I realized that no, no. You know, there's beautiful things you can do that the world's not going to clap for you and put you on a pedestal, but your wife or or your friends and they will appreciate it. Or later on, they'll see when you come back and you're, you know, when they see the skills they have, they'll appreciate that. Wow, these guys have been working. Definitely. And then also talk about your relationship with your wife when it comes to parenting. Like who's the bad cop and who's the good cop? Um, you know, I, I there's a program. I'm not sure if it shows in America, but in London, it's called Super Nanny. Mm. You know, there's a way of you can do things. You can you can talk to your child. You can explain to them why things are wrong. You know, you can deal with things in a they they understand they process things. So there's not so much good cop or bad cop. It's a case of if you do something wrong, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to explain it to you. And I try to hit things in advance. Mm. One of the things I did was um, like there's a program on Netflix called Money Explained. I sit down and I explain to them finances, APR. My adv- I advise them. I don't tell like I advise them because they're pretty. They're like grown men. Right. Like I, I advise, I say, look, watch this program. And they ask the questions. This is APR. People are borrowing money. They're paying interest. I explain. I explain it to them. So they're like little men. So there's no need to be good cop or bad cop. They know, you know, we have an arrangement. There's, there's, um, there's a routine in place. You wake up, you read your book, you do this, you can have your PlayStation and then back to this. And there's a routine. We just follow the routine through so on and so forth. You know, the bad stuff is partly my fault. I, I let them watch wrestling. So when they're fighting and I'm shouting and da da da, but I know I'm to blame because I'm the one putting on wrestling and I <laughs> suplex them and I got the belt. So I can't really get too, you know, because I know that that's something else that I installed in that. Yeah, you and, know? I, and I think that's the one thing too, especially in America. What happens is 
not all parents, but some parents, they don't explain it. They'll just say, it's my way. It's like, okay, why can't I do it? Because I said so. Like, that's not enough. As a kid, you're like, that's not enough. Can you elaborate more? So I love how you said, you know what? I explain it. Like the stove, right? You touch the stove, it's hot. Let me explain why it's hot. This is this, this is the reason why you don't touch the stove. So I think that's a significant part, I think, that plays. You have to explain that to your kid. But what I love about you, man, you're like their biggest hype man. Like the couple of videos I've seen them on stage, and you're like going, <laughs> you're yeah, into it. Talk Yo. about it. <laughs> you know what it is, yeah? They haven't learned fear, but I have. So when I know they're going on TV and they're going to perform in front of thousands of people, yeah, they're confident and everything, but I'm not, <laughs> you know, because I know the reality. I'm thinking, you know, so I think it's just me panicking. Um, but I'm sh I'm still shocked to be a dad, you know. I'm still I'm still at that Why? stage. I'm because I don't know. Like I'm still shocked. Like I'm amazed what they do. I'm amazed. You know, when they couldn't read, I remember when my son was like, I can't read, I hate this, blah, blah. <laughs> then I'm seeing reading. And then the other day, I was just looking at him. I think it was the end of um, end, end Games, the movie, and he's just reading all the names. And, and I just remembered when he was like, I can't read. And I don't know, I think that I just never, I can't get over the fact that I'm a dad. And <laughs> that's just the truth. I never, I never got used to it. I never got used to it. You know, the feeling you have when you first held your child, I think that feeling just didn't go away for me. I've just been amazed. And then for one to go viral, two to go viral, three to go viral, never been to school. And then now he's going to college getting, and, and he's going to go to university, see how intelligent he is. You know, to see my son more intelligent than I am is just it's beautiful. Like he's doing everything I'm doing, but he's doing it even better, better than I ever could. Wow. That, yeah. That's awesome. Because, you know, the reason why I created this platform is I'm not a father, but mm. I'm a great fan of fathers like yourself. So I created it as a way so you guys can tell your story. Because sometimes the media tell your story for you and there's no platform out there for you to tell your story. And then mm. also, it's dedicated to my dad too. Um, he wasn't biologically my father, but he was there. He was my first superhero. Um, he had uh, recently passed away this year. Oh, and, sorry uh, about that, man. Yeah, but it, it's kind of weird because we didn't have relationship with each other for almost two years because something happened between me and him, and we mm. just broke up relationship. He always tried to reach out to me, and I was like, I'm not trying to hear it. And what kind of kind of um, hit me the most was the way I found out. I had found out through Facebook. <laughs> mm. That's how I found out. But to go back to, it's just, I, as you know, being in a child and having those memories with him, like watching wrestling, you know, he was the first to teach me the, the birds and the bees. So mm. as a son, you know, looking back, you, you you embrace those moments. So I can think, I'm thinking right now, your three sons, as they become their own men, they go back to those moments with you. So mm. I, I can I can kind of feel that they have that same vibe as you, too. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, 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 it's, and it's a beautiful thing, man. It's awesome. But 
let's talk about your journey. Uh, what about you? You know, growing up, you know, did was your father around? How was, how was your life growing up? I think um, that's probably the reason why I'm so the way I am because I never grew up with my father. So, and um, my mom had like four jobs. So she was out like six in the morning, coming back at six in the evening. Um, my brothers were, were sent back home to Africa. So growing up, I spent a lot of time by myself. And I remember what actually had a great influence on me was um, Bill Cosby. I used to watch the, Co I used to love Cosby show. I used to love different world. And I think I wanted to be like Bill Cosby when I was growing up. I always thought like, that's what I want because I didn't have it. I didn't know, but that's what I wanted. And I went for it literally as a child. I think I was 13. I programmed myself like that's what I want. And that's how I wanted to deal with my kids. Because I didn't believe in all this beating your kids, smacking them, and and then justifying it with the Bible. And yeah, the Bible says beat your kids, so you should beat your kids. And then I'm watching a program on TV. The people that beat their kids, they got nowhere with them. And the people that sat down, there's a way of disciplining your children without having to to put your hands on them. The the the, the chair works just as well. Taking away the PlayStation, sitting on the corner, it's worked. This woman went and they did a whole um, TV program on just disciplining them properly, and you see results. And most times, the problem the child has was from the parents. No, so, man. no, and and and, uh, and it's, it's crazy that you bring up Bill Cosby. I think the power of Bill Cosby is that never once he said black family. He just said family. Yeah, because you know how we live in a world of algorithms, right? There's black mm -hmm. father practice, which is important. But to me, you can highlight black fathers without saying father, without saying black fathers. You can mm. show that image and just say father. And I think that's what made Bill Cosby so successful was with the Cosby show in a different world. Yeah. Different world wasn't a black university. No, it was a prestige university with black students. Yeah. What he did so masterfully was he he normalized it. Yes, without he did. saying it. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And I think that's powerful. And that's why our generation, because I'm I'm probably the same age as you, mm. that's why it was so important to us because of that. You know, it yeah. wasn't it was there, but it wasn't, you know how when you're growing up. Your parents said, da, 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 da. It wasn't like that. It was settled. Mm. And, and yeah. you appreciated it a, 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 lot, a lot more because it was just settled. It was there. Yeah. We had never seen nothing like that before. A doctor <laughs> and a lawyer. Right. You know, a doctor and a lawyer. <laughs> you know, in that beautiful house. With those amazing, uh, it was beautiful. At the time, I remember the feeling. I remember running home just to sit down. I used to tape it on the VHS. <laughs> you know, watched it over again. I even watched it recently with them. Wow. To explain. So, you know, I had just had to separate the program from the actual man, you know, separate it. It, it doesn't take away from the impact it had. Definitely, definitely. And that's the one thing too. People have complicated lives. You know, you, you can you can separate the two. You can separate the messenger from the message. Yes. And sometimes, especially in America, we we don't know how to do that. Yeah. 
you know. But um, talking about what I was talking about earlier about, you know, how I feel like you guys are similar to the Simmons mm. um, family and just work ethic and just creating this media group. Yeah. Um, you did a project with his son, uh, Joe, uh, with uh, you did a you did a project with Jojo Simmons. Yes. Um, yeah. Run son Jojo. Yeah, Jojo. Yep. Yeah. Talk about that. It was for um, go for um, Ghost. Uh, yeah. Right? Talk about yes. That. So me and Jojo got together. Um, he started a record label, so I was helping him out with his record label, and we did a song. So I did a song, and um, yeah, after we did the song, it got picked up by Power, and it was in the program. It was just literally that simple, and obviously we had Khalil had gone viral, so everything we were doing was just catching fire at the time. So the minute we put the track out, it got into Power. My wife's album went really high in the iTunes charts, so we just couldn't do nothing wrong back then. <laughs> we just had every we we just had everything. Everything was just being juggled at the same time. I mean, it was crazy. Our number was on the internet. We were getting phone calls from, you know, China. It, uh, it was mad. But, yeah, so we worked together for a while, myself and Jojo. And, um, yeah, so he's still working on his label. And, yeah, we're still literally working together. So at some stage, we're going to try and do something else. But he's been busy and I've been busy. Definitely. It didn't every if everything goes back to normal, you think you guys will probably get together and do like a family tour? <laughs> um you see, it was everyone's in a different space at the moment. Yeah. Kien's really concentrating on his production. The kids are really concentrating on the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> so every time like they, they, I think when they want something they'll probably get back on it but right now they've got everything they need so what am i rapping for and have to go to shows i don't want to go to those shows i've got all the games i got ps4 this and that probably when they need the ps5 then you you, you know daddy um can i do a video <laughs> um yeah so the wife is she's doing her own thing she's doing like um her classes she's running her own business but we've been talking about doing something i think it will take a while but we're definitely going to do something kian's probably going to be the first one up because i see him just producing some amazing beats which i feel he has to he really has to get out there he's making he's he he's making me want to quit this makes wow. me want to quit. Yes, yes. He's got the. You gonna retire? Uh, I say you gonna make. Well, I'm gonna quit making beats because he's bet like he's better than me. He's better than me. He's got the MIDI keyboard. He's just there in his room. He's got his screens and he's just there. And then he's, you know, my wife is like, "Femi, come and hear this beat." And she's picking all his beats for her album. I'm not getting no pick, you know. Yes, we can do a a, a son and a, a son and a mum album. Whoa. So they're not even looking at me. <laughs> Seriously, do me a favor. Yes. You send me a beat. I will send that to Mom Dukes. Okay. Mom. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll get started over to you. Because <laughs> she is a fan of just talented kids, man. You know, okay. her, her, her life work is just having a, a platform for talented young kids to thrive. Yeah. 
So yeah, send that over, man. I'll send that to her, man. That's, yeah, that's I need cool. to get him. I'm gonna speak to him again. He needs to really. I think the world would be shocked. I think the world would be shocked. He sounds like, like Jay Dilla, mm. Kanye. Wow. He sounds like a Jay Dilla, Kanye. Because and I he some of his beats. He is very. I heard some of his beats. He's, he, he is. He has a good ear. He oh, he's completely, he's completely on the next level now. <laughs> he's completely on the next level now. Where I'm like, if it wasn't my son, I'd be like, sorry, no. Damn. <laughs> Damn. My wife is just like, I'm picking that one. I'll, I'll take that one and that one. And I'm like, no, like, <laughs> come on. Come here. I got something. I'm trying to play her beat. She's not even responding. <laughs> like that I'm, I, I got you all hold man you're, you're on the waiting list you're on the waiting list <laughs> oh man but it's a good feeling absolutely beautiful feeling and it is and tell me what you're doing now because you got your own um platform now that you you, you launched or you're about to launch yeah so i've launched it so basically i'm working i've i've actually built the app i've mm. built the website it's probably like world star hip-hop but oh. it's got an app so i'm working to get it totally on it's on google play store but i think it's going to be launched on the first of june and then i'm doing the app for and uh, the apple so that's the app side of things so that's going up because i got fed up of social media you know to really promote you need to pay your money now you know and they're really capitalizing i think social media is the biggest record label no it is. you know so um i just feel like we have to build our own. We need our own platforms. We can't keep relying on these platforms because when we need to say something, they can say, you know what? You're banned from saying that. You're not allowed to say that. And you don't own this platform. And rightly so. They're allowed to do that because it's their platform. We don't own it. Yeah. So what I'm establishing now is owning the whole pipeline from making music mm. to it getting to the um, consumer create the whole pipeline where i don't need to venture outside i think someone tried it what's his name the singer stroke rapper ryan leslie had yeah. something similar yeah, he tried to, yeah i remember that yeah. yeah he tried to do that but i think it'll be difficult because you know it's money you have to keep throwing money at it so what i did was i bought the whole load of books and i just read all the books you know, I read books on animation. So all the animation you're seeing is a lot of books, the programming, everything. So I do it all. I do it all. And I get the kids to help. So they help with the animation sometimes. And um, yeah, so that's really the plan. And then to really sign some artists, you know, work with some artists. I want to travel a bit more. I want to, I just want to do more because I've got all the skills, the talent. Like I don't rely on anybody to do anything. Right. Like there's no relying on anyone. We can do everything from home. We went to number, we got to um power from home, working on the laptop. You know, the kids took over the whole internet from home. And um trying to just create that pipeline so I can reinvest in my community, you know, my people. I want to do more projects. I don't know, you know, go into prisons and talk to, you know, the young people there. And um yeah yeah and i think that's the important thing too is that community is a big important role but i feel like what happens is we live in a world where everybody's all about their brand it's like if it doesn't make sense with my brand i'm not fucking with you mm. 
still at the end of the day, it should be about community and uplifting everybody. Sometimes it's not about, you know, what can I get out of it? You know? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's bigger than ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That mentality is going to get us nowhere. We have to support each other. We really do. We have to support each other internationally, you know, and really collaborate, start linking businesses. That's what I was doing with Jojo. We're linking, linking here, linking there, establishing good trading, working practices, you know, being honest and really investing money back. I think Nipsey Hussle had that mentality. And I think Master P's got that mentality. Master P, you know, mostly. And I think Nipsey got it from Master P. And I think that's the line I want to walk down. Yeah, definitely. I, 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 I believe... You know, you know, I think that man, when he passes away, people are, are going to see the amount of work that he did. If they thought Nipsey was bad, yeah, I think they'll realize Master P was, there's of, nobody like that man. Yeah, ahead of his time. Because if you think about it, you go back to even like uh, Dr. King after he signed, after, you know, they played a major role of getting the civil rights bill done. He could have been like, you know what, I'm going to go back and you know work at my father's church make my money you know see my children ra uh, raise and live a good life i did my job whatever but he saw something bigger you know and that's why he started working on the poor people movement you know what i mean yeah yeah see what happened with that you know he, he gets yeah. assassinated and that's the end but he yeah saw, he saw the the bigger picture and it's there's a few human beings in our life that has that vision. And usually what happens is that their life get cut down short. Yeah. Or they just get, I, f I forgot his name because we, they don't, we don't really watch basketball as much here. I can't remember his name, but there was a basketball player that came out with his own shoe. And I think it was very cheap. Stuff on Marbury. And for, yeah, for other basketball players, like being on this side in London, for other basketball players to put down his shoe because it's cheap, because he's trying to help like people living in poverty. Yeah. It's it down here, it just seems like what's going on over there? It's, it's, like, it's why just, can't people see the vision? And then he had to go to China. Yeah, it's not the vision, it's just the slave mentality. Like when you're have that slave mentality that you know a value of someone else is more than the value of what your own people make. And you see the, in the bigger picture of it, you're going to go back to what you're so used to. And unfortunately mm. we're kind of in America, it's kind of that way to be honest with you, you know, that's the yeah. reality we live in. And, and I think that's the importance of affirmation and representation and what you're doing with your kids and your wife is showing that excellence that it could be done. You, you can do it at home. You don't need, you know, the guys in the big corporate building to be successful. If you have a yeah. laptop, you have a blueprint, it's possible. Hands down. Yep, I totally agree. And I think that's another reason why I'm starting the site is because a lot of the knowledge I have, number one, I want to pass it on and useful information I want to put on there. I mean, I've already put quite a lot on there. And I think that people just being on there will get inspired because there's so many ways of doing things. There's so many ways of getting things done. 
you know it's just that sometimes people don't want to show you because you become competition yeah and that's what it is you become competition so it's like nope i'm not gonna help you and i'm i got a different mentality i believe that if everyone's doing the same thing they raise the market and um i just think it's generally better for everyone you know it's better for everyone you know having a few people that could rap would not benefit hip-hop yeah you might rap and make some money but if there was only five rappers ten rappers you know having millions and 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 all the rappers is now what is driving the market to be a billion dollar industry you know which we make god knows what percentage (laughs) because we don't own the labels and that and that goes back to understanding how it works because we need generation to learn the technical parts of it. Yeah. Like, are you going to be a rapper? But at the same time, you could be a mixer. You could mm-hmm. be a producer. You know, you could be into, like, um, marketing, public relations. Those are things that's a part of that ecosystem. So yeah. to, to teach the generation about the, the whole ecosystem we call as hip-hop, I think it would be important, especially when you talk about the fatherhood world. And I think I think a lot of people are jumping into that now, especially when it comes to black fathers. You mm. know, there, there's a history on that, but a lot of people are jumping into it now. But my ultimate goal with this is to break down that wall when it comes to fatherhood on a global level. Because yeah. I still feel like we have these borders when we talk about fathers in the United States compared to the fathers around the world. Yeah. Yeah. And, wow. and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm doing my part, man. But before yeah. uh before I let you go, man, I enjoyed this conversation. Thank you. Um, can you tell me what's the importance of affirmation to your to to your kids? Because before we end, I'm gonna play a, a track, which is my favorite track. It's called mm. I'm a King. Yeah. With your three kings. Just just yeah. blazing. So I'm gonna end off the show with that. But before I end it off with that. Talk about that, the importance of affirmation. Affirmation, especially for a child, for me, is is what is built on the template of their heart. Mm. So the actual foundation, the template, once you have engraved it in stone with your affirmation, sometimes by the time, no matter where they go, no matter what they're told, they're not going to believe. They're going to go, no, that's not me. You know, you're a nigga. No. That's not me. <laughs> I know who I am. I know who I am. I think there's a video. There's a video. You you should see it. I'm gonna try and send you the clip where um Britain's got talent asked Khalil to come on. And I said to him, What about if they don't accept you? He said, I don't care. I know I'm good. <laughs> I know I'm good. It doesn't matter. If they accept me, they accept me. If they don't accept me, it's their loss. <laughs> I said, What about if they take you and they take your brother? He goes, I know my brother's not going to take it. Like, they need to take both of us. If they don't take both of us, it's not going to happen. You know, I know he's going to say no. (laughs) So once that affirmation is in, it ain't coming out. Facts. Facts. And it's going to tell in this video I'm about to play by the three kings called I Am King. And we out. Peace.
Whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you Here but that I hung behind you But always got you End of discussion Nothing means more First wanna offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world Until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded, prepare you For all of the above that I'm never letting get near you But still in all, give you every advantage I found Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown And since the baton was passed, hopping down Cause failing's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all 